0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the One Step Better podcast. I am Mike Schaefer, and with me today is our HR guru, Mr. Greg Henderson. Really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with us or at least listen to us uh, this afternoon. Today, we're going to be talking about something that is going to be really pertinent for the season that we're in right now. So whether you are an employee of an organization, you own uh, your own business and you run the organization, whatever it may be, Make sure you stay tuned. Take some notes. Listen up, because we're going to give you a couple different perspectives on things that are really going to make an impact in your world. But before we do that, we got to start off with a little bit of fun. Um, and so today's question of the week, Mister Greg, is what is your favorite way to waste time? At home or at work? <laughs> Will you waste time at work? All right. Um, let me. Let me. <laughs> we're going to change this into a documented pattern here. So give me an example of time that you know. Um. Uh, let's let's just maybe stay with uh, with at home. Maybe in your free time, when you're not on the clock, how are you wasting time?
1: I guess. I mean, I I would have to say my phone. Right? Are you I not a time a, waster? I try not to be. I mean, I do have um several people who need my attention um all the time.
0: Yeah, this is a safe place. You could like you could be so, vulnerable here.
1: Um, you could
0: say you waste time. It's
1: okay. <sighs> I probably do. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely do. I do try to limit that as much as I can because I I I hate wasting time. Um, I like to be per- purposeful uh, with my actions, but probably my phone, right? So I probably play a game, you know, more than I should on yeah, my phone. Just to veg out. Yeah, go. just to veg out. Yeah. Uh, I play golf on my phone. Like real golf, like full golf, mini golf? For disc golf? Full golf. golf. Yeah. Um but it's it's super easy because once you hit the green, then you putt and it's it's you always hit it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a like, lot easier this than is real not golf. real life. I mean, but
0: yeah. I I think it depends on what like how do you say waste like what does what does wasted mean? Uh because sometimes I think we just need to unplug and just relax. And and especially if you're like if you work in a high strung environment or you know, you always have to be on or, you know, you're an introvert and you have an extroverted part of your role or whatever it may be, or vice versa. You just kind of need to veg out and, and just relax a little bit. And so I don't see those types of things as wasting time until it gets to the point where you just you did it too much. And then at that, you're taking a little bit of liberty there. Um, I, You know, I like to uh, I like to do yard work. I, I like to get outside and, and do yard work. And uh, that's obviously, I don't think that's necessarily wasting time, but it's not, you know, super productive because...
1: Uh, well, I know it is. So it's super productive.
0: Uh, you know, we could, in theory, you know, I could Coming pay somebody to come cut the grass. the clean
1: grass. line when you just edged it is super productive.
0: Correct. But somebody else could do that for me. It's not something that, you know, I would have to do necessarily. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I do, like my phone, I'll play a game or, you know, something like that. I'll go for a drive and just... Get out and drive around. I enjoy that just to kind of relax a little bit, just to unplug and, and turn things off and, and just be away uh is is helpful.
1: Yeah. But it's interesting. Um when, <laughs> I think wasting time is is good to a point at work though. Right. So because I call it diminished returned. If you're staring at a computer screen for, you know, a couple, three, four straight hours, you need to check out to get your mind right, right? So, I would walk around just the office. Reset. Just hit reset, right? Yeah. Walk around the office. I think that part of wasting time is beneficial to the firm because now I'm, I'm properly checked in once I get back to the office and understand. You know, we have an employee that goes around and throws a, a ball. Yeah. The people who listen to the ball hit probably <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> is dun, not dun. too productive. But for him, that he loves it, right? He gets his recharge and his reset. Um, so I think wasting time could be beneficial at so work So I,
0: I think it's fair to say that we did a terrible job answering this question because the first thing that we did is we flipped wasting time into a very productive use of time. <laughs> and, and I don't know, maybe that's, we're both afraid to say how we actually waste time or, or that we actually do waste time. But um, yeah, I think we did a bad job <laughs> of answering that question. Gosh, maybe we did. Um, <laughs> I I would agree with you, even at work, because in our office where everybody, for the most part, everybody is working on a computer, plugging away, answering questions or, you know, just door shut, heads down, getting work done. It turns into such a routine that you can just check out and go on autopilot and and do some of the work that we do. And when that starts to creep in, I know that I have to, I get up and walk outside um, or do a, a lap around the office and talk to different people just to get up and, 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 and it does, it it hits reset so that whenever I sit back down and finish up whatever it is I'm working on, I I am more focused. And that I would agree is not necessarily wasting time. That's a beneficial break to hit reset and actually focus in to, to get the rest of the job, rest of the day, whatever it may be finished in a way that is, I'm at my thoughts. My brain is actually engaged in the work that I'm doing.
1: Right. Wasting time. Okay. I'll, I'll try to answer the question more. Um, Wasting time is sleeping in for me.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that.
1: I I had a breakfast this morning that got canceled. I could have gotten up and did my normal routine. I decided to sleep in. And so that was wasting time for me.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. I also, you know, sometimes we get, we don't have a TV in our living room at all. Um, And so whenever we're in our living room, there's there's no background noise. There's no TV. We're engaged with one another for the most part unless we're, we are just kind of playing on our phones. But that does get to the point where sometimes it's like, all right, let's just go and turn on a TV somewhere else in the house and, and spend hours doing that when there's no real no reason or benefit behind it other than we're just wasting time. So, yeah, that's probably true. Um, either way, <laughs> either way. I think that there are times in which you got to unplug and, and, uh, and, and do whatever you need to do to, to recharge. There's other times that you, it probably takes it a little bit too far. Both of those are going to kind of roll into what we're going to talk about today, though. Uh, the topic of our conversation is how to take a vacation and really be away. But our, our goal here is to um, tackle the idea of vacation from a perspective that may be helpful for some of our listeners. I know that um, a lot of our listeners are, small business leaders or owners um, that the answer to how do I take a vacation and really be away is very different than the employees in which they lead. Both of us are um, are employees. We don't own this place. Um, however, our mindset towards vacation may still be a little bit different. And so what we're going to try to do is provide our listeners with a couple of different context and, and perspectives when it comes to the idea of vacations. So, um, you know, right now this is going to drop here at the beginning of summertime. Uh, school is out. People are planning vacations. They're planning time to get away. They're planning on anything other than work. And for some of you guys that are out there listening, you're actually listening to this podcast checked out from the work when you need to actually be doing some work and uh, getting ready to go on a vacation so that you can be away. Um, I know that I am personally. I am. Uh, I'm about to hit the road tomorrow. And uh, get out of here for a little bit of time for about a week and just hit recharge. Uh, and so, I feel like it's a good time, you know, time of the year to really talk about vacation and and how to do that in a way that is healthy and good. And if you're an employee of an organization that's listening to the podcast, I want to give you some tips on how to approach vacation, not just with your own tasks and responsibilities, but how you should do that with your leaders, managers, supervisors, whoever it may be, in the organization in which you are working to make that more productive for you, but also to earn you some brownie points with your with your leadership team. And so Greg, I want to start with this. Whenever it, you have a vacation planned in the future, whether that is, you know, last minute, you know, tragic accidents, so, you know, whatever it may be, I got to go right now, or if it's, you know what, we're planning our dream vacation and it's nine months from now, but we're still gearing up towards it, what are some of the action steps you're taking early on, midway or close to vacation? to actually get ready to be away,
1: Yeah. So if I was a leader and I had, you know, a a team under me, who was depending on me, you know, for whatever, you would go to the person who was kind of who you put in charge while you're not there. And you would go to that person and say, okay, this is, this is what's happening next week. This was happening in two weeks. This was happening in next month. And I'm going to be gone for two to three weeks. And so this is the plan of action that I need you to hit. The you know the different goals or the milestones uh, that I need you to just ensure is is taken care of before I leave, and then I'm going to my boss and tell them my plan of action. Hey, so and so is going to take this and this and this, and don't worry about this particular situation. I've already called, and we're going to you know and you know we're pushing that over to when to when I get back or whatever. So again, your 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 top and your bottom. So your bottom down. But you're also telling your boss the plan of action that you're already, you know, uh, communicated with your team. Hey, this is when I'm gone. This is what happens. Now, here's the interesting thing. When I was in the Army, I had a section of, you know, seven or eight people under me, took two weeks of vacation, never checked in, never called in, but did the exact same thing I told you. Hey, uh, here's the plan of action. Do it. And told the XO, hey, this is what's going to happen when when I'm gone. My team wanted me to call in and check in during the time that I was gone. I never thought about that. I thought, well, no, (laughs) I'm on vacation. I don't need to check in with you. I trust you and we're fine. And they took it as I didn't care enough to check in to make sure that if something went crazy while I was gone, you know, could I help them out while that process? I thought that I found that very interesting when I when I kind of went through that last that's last little bit.
0: So whenever it is that you're like you're actually planning a vacation, what are you what are you thinking through as far as you know? Not necessarily because I know you're thinking through like hey I got to get a hotel a car or whatever it may be. I'm not I'm talking about that type of stuff, but as it relates to the work responsibilities duties that you are leaving from, are you trying to? You know, how much forward planning are you doing to make sure that that time away, that week, whatever it may be, it goes off without a hiccup as much as possible? Do
1: you, do you spend time
0: thinking about those things?
1: To the detail, to, to, this, to the person that has to be called on the second Tuesday while I'm gone. Um, if there's something that's on the calendar that says, hey, this is what has to happen, even if I'm not there, I've done a pretty good job of training my team to pretend that I'm not there. Uh, and so I learned that a long time uh, you know, ago in the military, when my boss asked me, Hey, um, you know, we've got this major training event coming on, you have vacation already planned. What's your plan? And I said, well, I'm going to push my vacation. And he turned to me very, very seriously and said, okay, so you're a bad leader. (laughs) What? No, no, I just told you I'm changing my plan. And so he told me flat out, he said, either you trust and train your team to work when you're not there. Or you don't have trust and confidence on your team and then you can push your vacation. So which is it? Are you a good leader or a bad leader? Wow. You know, I learned that young, young in the army. And so I've always kind of taken that up, right? So if I've got responsibilities, I'm just one person. I could be gone tomorrow. I've got to be able to cross train and to lead my team the right way and to train my team that doesn't matter who's there role, task, responsibility has to get done.
0: And that I think that is something that hits home a lot with business owners specifically, where they feel like because I know that I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of, I mean, in our industry, a lot of other accounting firm owners and and something that always kind of commonly comes up is I don't feel like I can push away and actually take time off because I have this laundry list of stuff that everybody's relying relying on me for or I have to complete or nobody else can do. Um and it is easy to say, you know what? I'm going to put that stuff above vacation or actually pushing away. Um, and that's, that comes at a detriment to the team that you're supposed to be leading. And I don't think a lot of people see it that way. I think a lot of people see it as if I'm willing to do and push through and actually grind out 100-hour weeks from now until forever, that I'm doing a good job of leading all of my people and, and you know, setting a pace or whatever.
1: Yep. I'm value but, added, yeah,
0: yeah, but that's not sustainable, and and most everybody knows that it's not sustainable long term. But also, a lot of your team is looking at you as, man, if that's the bar, I don't know if I ever want to reach that bar. And and you're setting a precedent a lot of times that isn't intentional. It's not really what you're trying to do, um, but it does. It can come across that way um, a good bit. I think it's important, and this is just m- my perspective. I think it's important to not only Take vacation, but encourage your team to actually take vacation. And I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe this a hundred percent, but in some ways, I think that we should force our team to actually get out of the office and take vacation. I learn so much more about what each person in my world does when they're not here than I do when they are here. Whenever they're not here, the little things that I that they just do because they want to do it and are and feel like that's their job and the way they add value. Um, those things shine. And when they're back, it's just like, that's just a normal routine. I remember the, um, an episode of the office where Dwight got fired or he quit. I think he technically quit and Michael Scott comes in and is like, well, how is my office all jacked up? All of my stuff is not in order. I think Pam comes in and says, well, you know, Dwight actually arranged all of your stuff on your desk every day and made sure everything is, and it was a realization that, wow, I never actually knew that. Whenever I have anybody on my team vacation, those moments, almost every single time pop up and it's like, oh, I didn't know this. silly example, but um, back in the day, in the olden days when Becky here made coffee for our, um, in the mornings, she was always the first person in the office. She'd always make coffee and, um, she got, a, you know, she got a different job. She's still, let me be very clear. She is still <laughs> in the room right us. now looking at me. I mean, she got a different, different role in role. our organization and that she's not the one that makes coffee anymore. Right. And the first couple of times that I, I came in and it's like, wait a second, where, like, who's making the coffee? <laughs> and it never even dawned on me that, you know, I knew that Becky made the coffee because we've even talked about it a lot on the podcast. Um, I knew that she did. But I promise you that I definitely knew she did whenever she didn't have to and didn't do it anymore, um, and it was a different—if it was—it was a different realization at that moment. And so, whenever you can require force or just highly encourage your team to take vacation, you start to see those blind spots. I know in a lot of um, big four accounting firms, they'll force it um, from an audit standpoint, just kind of a checks and balances, uh, because from a security measure. I can start I have to look into that work a little bit more when somebody's not here to do it. And uh you know and so there's there's pluses and minuses to that. There's you know the the negative and the positive of when they're not here I start to see where the ball gets dropped but at the same time when they're not here I really start to see the the positive things that they're really adding into the culture the the value of the organization.
1: So what do you do with the employee who comes and says, "Hey, you know, I, I, I I know this work-life balance is a thing. Um, I don't have it. I, work is life, and I'm okay with that. And so even though I'm going to be on vacation, I'm still going to check my email. Um, I'm still going to check in with my team. Are you okay with that? Thankfully, I don't
0: have to worry about that too much. Whenever my team, and I think, I don't know if this starts with me or not, I know that whenever I go on vacation, I unplug. Uh, and yes, you can reach me if you need to reach me but I'm not, it's not like I'm going to be on vacation except for these items. It's I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Um, and my team does the same thing for the most part. Uh, when they're on vacation, they're, they're plugged at, plugged at, uh, plugged out. If that's a word unplugged, <laughs> that's the word I was looking <laughs> yeah. for. Um, if I had somebody come to me and say, Hey Mike, I want to take vacation, but I still need to do these X items at work. Then I'll probably tell them it's not vacation. Uh, And instead that's more of like a working remotely type of situation. Uh, you know, if it was one or two times, I probably wouldn't have a problem with it. If it was a pattern where they just really weren't ever unplugging and, and, and getting away, then that would be a conversation.
1: So how many, how many days is good to take on a vacation for a year?
0: Um, you know, it depends on the organization. Uh, you know, I think if you are, I mean, if you're if you're like a restaurant, you have a bunch of hourly workers, you're probably not going to offer paid time off or, you know, vacation plan. Um, you just simply, when you work, not you get paid. Yeah. And if you're you're not working, you're not getting paid and you may not even be scheduled. You don't have to work. Um, you know, stuff like that is more common in, in different industries. And, you know, and I would say in the in experience I have working with hundreds of businesses around here, the... Professional services typically are starting with two to three weeks of PTO. Um, that may be employees are eligible for at three or six months, if not immediately upon hire. Um, and then that scales up with length of service. If you know, if, if I've been an employee for five years, I may get four or five weeks, um, 10 years, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, so it really just depends upon the organization. I don't think there's a magic number. Uh, it really depends upon how much time is your team actually going to need to get away. Because um, it, it's important to remember, PTO, if it's especially if it's paid time off, um, that's a benefit, that's a perk, that's not something, that's not an entitlement. You know, we can pull the rug on PTO at any point in time, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and so that has to be looked at and used as a tool to recruit and retain talent more than anything else. And so if I am in our world, I, you know, we're an accounting firm and an apparel service bureau, if I'm only offering one week of PTO. And all of my competitors are offering four weeks of PTO. Well, that's a potential gap that I'm going to have to address with with attracting and retaining my talent. And in my in my world, that's just not something I'm. You know, I'd rather be more generous on the PTO time than anything else.
1: So you mentioned it uh, before. You know, your team knows. Hey, I'm going to check out. So don't 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 contact me. It's it's vacation. What about your boss? Right. What if you're you know you were talking to a small business owner or Maybe the, you know, someone in your position and your boss expect you to check in during vacation. How, what's that conversation look like?
0: Yeah, luckily, that's, again, something I don't have to worry about here. Uh, Matt is very generous about whenever people are off, they're off. Now, he knows, and I know, and it's, it's more, I guess, unwritten than anything else. If the place caught on fire and there really was a true emergency, he could call me and I, you know, whatever, you know, it's going to be whatever it takes to, to fix whatever. Um, but he also knows that, Hey, you know, the toilet is overflowing, is not an emergency that he's going to call me on. Um, and so, you know, those, there's a level of that as an employee, from my perspective, even though it hasn't been explicitly stated, I need to be available if I'm needed. I, I kind of put that expectation on myself, um, that if there really was an emergency where I am needed, I need to be available for that. Even if I am on vacation at the same time, is that, that is being true it is going to be on my terms and Matt and we have had that conversation, um, where if, if something is needed and I am simply, maybe I am, you know, out fishing and I don't have internet or no cell signal, whatever, and you can't get a hold of me. Well, you know, he's not going to get upset with that. Right, right, right. You know, he's not, you know, here, we're not expected to be available and, and within arm's reach 24 hours, you know, a day. Um,
1: Do you think it's a needed conversation to have to just kind of define and maybe describe kind of those wake up criteria? Like, Hey, it is an emergency, wake him up.
0: You know, I think it, depending upon the, in, in my role, probably, you know, it may not hurt, but I don't think it's needed because I think we're pretty much on the same page with that. Um, You know, at the same time, Matt's also a a. 2am friend. Right. uh, And so if he needed, you know, anything, you know, Work related or not, if it was two a.m. and he needed me, he could call me, and I, you know, that's just the friendship that we have. Um, but if I, I would say that if you're an employee and your boss begins to ab- what you feel abuse that, where I'm, you know, this is my first vacation or my tenth vacation, and every single time I get phone calls and I have to log in or, or check in or whatever it may be, then it's your responsibility as the employee to approach your boss and say. Hey, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. I just want to know what the expectations is on when I am on vacation, because it seems like I'm, I'm never really fully on vacation. Is that, is that normal? Is that kind of the expectation here? Or is that something that it just needs to be approached and build that boundary? And if you don't do that, then sometimes cause I, you know, I, I firmly believe that most people aren't so unaware of what's happening that they're just trying to railroad somebody. It's very possible that your boss just doesn't have the same expectation as you and they don't really haven't thought about it. It's not they're trying to be malicious. They didn't understand that was important. And if you come to them and say, hey, you know, it's important that you don't call me for little minor things when I'm on vacation. Oh, okay. That may be that may be perfectly fine. But you have to build that boundary. And if that's not fine and that they're not willing to do that, then you have a decision to make. Is that something that you're, is this a, uh, you know, something that's going to turn into a big deal that's going to require you to look for you know, a job somewhere else? Or is it something that you're willing to live with?
1: Right. Or just get some PTO back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I spent, I spent five hours on the
0: phone this week with you while I'm on PTO. So give me my hours back. Yeah. We'll take that day back. Thank or you. Or maybe we can get them into double pay, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, if you call me on PTO, then it's double pay. If I have
1: to punch in, maybe that's a policy we should start. That's to, a policy.
0: We could we could automate that. If you punch in during PTO, you get double pay.
1: That will definitely force people not to call people during huh. uh maybe we're on to something
0: here. Yeah. I mean in in your world, do you like if you were cuz you're you're a part of my team, if you were to take PTO, what what would be your expectation on if I needed something and gave you a call or Well, I've done
1: very poorly on telling you what I do <laughs> on a day to day basis. So um I Gosh, if I was gone for an extended period of time, um, we would need a deliberate kind of check-in prior to that to say, hey, these are all the fires, and this is where they are in that process. If they call, <laughs> there's no one else here. My I, answer don't, would I don't be, have any backup. Right? Greg so, will be back in two weeks. Right. So It can wait. I guess it, it, it could wait. Yeah.
0: yeah that's, that's interesting to point out.
1: Um, there is no redundancy in uh, in that regard.
0: a little bit unique. you're kind of a department of one in a lot of ways and and kind of do your own little thing right uh, but but you're right. I mean, if you did want to push away for a couple of weeks, what would that look like to continue you know offer you know servicing our clients the way that we would expect? Uh, it's probably something that we should dig into a little bit, yeah. Nothing like the podcast to, to show how <laughs> those blind spots,
1: and gap <laughs> acknowledgement. I love HR for that. Right? You start talking about stuff, you're like, "Whoa, I can't go any farther." Yeah. And this, it's a huge gap right here. <laughs> that's funny. I, you
0: know, I wrote down.
1: I am going we, in two weeks in September, so it's a good it, conversation. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> where are you going? I might want to go with you.
1: Yellowstone. Okay, so they have internet out there. So I, <laughs> is
0: this is this vacation you're wanting, or is you just telling me that you're going to work from Yellowstone? I don't. Well, oh, I'm no. going to my
1: brother-in-law's wedding. So I guess during that Weddings only last a couple I mean, <laughs> hours.
0: I'll give you your PTO back for hours worked, right? Did you hear that? Double. I get that double, double pay. pay. It's on the record. <laughs> on the record. Um, you know, whenever we started talking about this, I wrote down really three things that I that I think is important to understand. Here's my you know kind of tips with taking vacation. I wrote three things down for, for if you were an employee and three things down if you were an owner, just to kind of wrap up the conversation and, and summarize where we're at. Um. I think if, if you are an employee and you have you know people that you're reporting to and you, you're not the you know the leader of an organization or a manager, or even if you are to some degree, but you're not the, the, the main boss, the, the, the big guy or girl in charge. Uh, there's three things that I would encourage you to really know before you go on PTO. Um, the first one is what what is the actual policy. Um, there are, in, you know, I deal with hundreds and hundreds of small businesses regarding their their leave policies, PTO, sick personal leave, whatever it may be. And I am astonished at the number of companies whose written policy is not their actual policy, um, which leaves gaps in understanding for what the employee is reading maybe in a handbook and what is actually true in real life. And so um, as the employee, it's your responsibility to know the written policy. That way you, you know, you're within the guidelines of what's being asked of you but also know what the unwritten policy is. And that may be, you know, if you're in a larger organization, you may need to talk to your manager or HR about that. If you're in a small business, you may may need to go and and just real quick with the owner, hey, can I grab 10 seconds because I just want to ask you a couple questions and get clarification on what that policy is. Because, you know, you don't want to, you know, ask for two weeks off when the policy simply says, hey, you get three days at a time or a week at a time, whatever it may be. And so it's really important that you know your policy. Um, it also helps, it helps build credibility with your team. If, I'm, if you're my leader, Greg, and I go to you and say, hey, Greg, I want two weeks off. And you look at me and it's like, what are you talking about? We don't even, you don't, you're not even eligible for PTO. Right. That simply shows that I'm not in tune enough to actually know what, what the rules are of my job. That reflects poorly on me. And so you need to know your policy if you're an employee that's needing or wanting to take PTO. I'm um, kind of in that same vein is you need to understand that PTO request, pay time off request or vacation request are requests. They are not demands. Um, if I say that I'm going to take a week of vacation next week um, and that's it, then you don't understand that this is a request. PTO can get denied. There's a variety of reasons in which it would. If there's not coverage, if other people have taken time off, whatever it may be, um, your request may get denied. So do not go submit a PTO request, and then the next thing you do is book your your hotel. Wait for that PTO request to actually get approved. Otherwise, you could find yourself in a a tricky situation where you have to go back to your manager and say, hey, I thought this request was a demand, and you look really silly uh, when that happens. And Also, just understand the timeline around that. If you're required to give a week's notice, two weeks' notice, a month's notice for your PTO... Uh, make sure that you're you're doing that if you want a greater chance of it actually getting approved. Pay special attention around blackout dates or um, heavy holiday periods because, especially you know, if you want a week off at Christmas, um, in in our organization from a payroll service bureau standpoint, that's really going to be hard to accommodate because we're already trying to cram five days of work into three days, and now we're going to do that with half our staff. That gets to be really difficult. So understand the rules around that, uh, and then the last thing. Um, if you really want to shine to your, to your boss, your manager, whoever it may be, uh, as Greg mentioned, think through the plan for coverage of your area. Um, it goes a long way whenever you can go to your boss and say, hey, Greg, I need to be off um, the first week of July. Um, I've already talked to Becky about this, and she's going to cover all of my email requests. And I've already talked to Tammy about this, and she's going to cover my phone. And these three important things that I have, that I have to do every week. Casey's going to be working on that for me. Because what does that, that that shows your manager a couple of things. One, you're forward thinking enough to actually care about getting things covered. You care about the organization to make sure things aren't getting dropped. Um, But also it shows uh, that you already have everything covered so that what can Greg not say? Rejected because I don't know who's going to do your job. Nope, we already got that figured out. So it's going to pay dividends for you to think through the coverage of what's happening uh, when you are gone. So that's my three tips for employees. If you are an owner, now we'll go through this pretty quick. First, you have to understand you're not Superman, you are not Superwoman. You cannot go, you know, um, full throttle, 150 hour weeks for all of forever. You have to push away, and truly push away, and say, I got to let some some of this responsibilities fall on other people. Do not be afraid to take PTO simply because you feel like you have to be the person that's doing all of the things at all of the times it will fail at some point. Um, also give license to your team and yourself to actually be away. Um, the When you're in an owner seat or key leader seat, you have a lot of influence in the overall organization and the policies that are being set. And as such, you get to have the ability to say, you know what, it's okay for you to be a, away for two weeks and we can figure it out from there because that's going to set a precedent in your culture that is going to allow you to talk about those things in a way that is marketing speak for your team and your culture that's going to be taking place so give give license to your team to actually be away and also for yourself um, and the last thing is actually and I, this is kind of a redundant in the first in the second one is actually be away do not feel like just because I'm halfway across the world taking vacation in India that I also need to bring my computer and log in and do a bunch of work while I'm there, it's okay to be away. Um, Your organization is not going to crumble simply because you're not there for a week. And if it does, it's going to crumble regardless because you don't have the infrastructure in place for it to be sustainable. Um, And so actually, truly push away, be away, focus on, on something other than work for the time that you're gone.
1: Any final thoughts, Greg? No, so you I, get to wrap up. No, I think you said it. That's good.
0: Excellent. Well, if you guys are out there listening, um, and you are on the verge of taking PTO, let us know where you're going. I want to hear all the fun spots that everybody's uh, going to be traveling to. I'm going to be heading to Dallas here. Uh, actually, leaving tomorrow. I'm going to spend some time with the kids and the wife, uh, doing a bunch of fun stuff. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time to to listen to us today. Uh, leave us a comment, give us a rating, uh, let us know that you're listening. Remember, you can send us an email at one step better at patrickaccounting uh, We don't have a viewer question this week because uh, we didn't get any. And last week we had more of a kind of a just a different version of a, of a podcast. But um, let us know what your questions are for vacation, PTO, whatever it may be. How you know how do I do X Y Z? And uh, remember, if you get your question uh, answered on our podcast, we'll send you some swag. So thanks everybody, and y'all have a great day.